everybody. This is Heidi St. John. Today is Monday, April 3rd. It's my brother's birthday. We are Irish Trends. Happy birthday, Aaron, and welcome everybody to the Busy Mom Podcast. Today, I'm going to take on the topic of biblical womanhood. What does it mean? It's been attacked in the culture over and over again by feminism, and we're going to talk a little bit today, and possibly on Wednesday, we'll just see how it goes today, about what it means to be a woman in the culture today and how God defines it. Because in my opinion, kind of doesn't change. So the Bible says that the grass withers and the flower is going to fade, but God's word doesn't change, and that means that his definition of biblical womanhood and who he has created women to be doesn't change either. So I'm excited you guys are here. Thanks for listening. We're celebrating kind of a milestone at the podcast. We have uh, eclipsed over 30,000 listeners. So for those of you who are listening to the podcast, thank you so much for listening. We are so excited. I am actually leaving in a couple of days, right after I do Karen's podcast, I'm going to be leaving for the Midwest. Actually, I'll be in Kansas City, Missouri for the Midwest Parent Educators Conference. And if you're anywhere in the area, come on out. I would love to hug your neck in person. I'll be keynoting that event. And so Jay and I are on the road. Well, actually, you you know, this time of year is busy for Jay and I. So this particular weekend, we're going to take our daughter, Summer. She won the lottery. So she's going to take the, she won the kid lottery. So she's going to be traveling with us and we are going to be uh, speaking at the Midwest Parent Educators Conference and also hanging out with our friends, Steve and Jane Lambert. Jane is the author of five in a row. And if you haven't checked out that curriculum for children, I just want to encourage you, probably one of the best ways to start homeschooling your children. So if you have little ones at home, especially it works for kind of middle school too, but if you have little ones at home and you're thinking about homeschooling, look up five in a row, five in a row.com. That's the word five F I V E and check it out because I think you're going to be blessed by what my friend Jane has written for you. Her, the curriculum is quite a bit older than I am even at homeschooling, but I'm telling you what, Huge, huge blessing. All right, I want to talk for just a second before I jump into biblical womanhood, because I'm all fired up. I want to talk for just a second about Fearless. So my women's event is coming up in Katy, Texas. It's right in the Houston area, and we are filling up for that event. I want to just invite you, if you have not come to a women's event that I have done, I am telling you what, the Lord will show up. It's going to change your life. It's going to set your heart on fire to follow Jesus and be fearless in this generation. And that is who God says you are. He said he didn't give you a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and a sound mind. And if you are in the the, uh, Houston, Texas area at all, or if you're my sister Haley, listen up Haley, and you're in Dallas, bring some friends with you and come on down to Houston. I know it's a bit of a drive, but I promise you it's gonna be totally worth it. So with you, if you're within a few hours drive of the Houston, Texas area, I will be there. Uh, this month, April 28th and 29th for the only event I'll be doing at in your neck of the woods in 2017. So come on out and join me for Fearless Texas. Registration is open right now. Also, and I'm getting a ton of email about this. I'm going to try to clear some stuff up. So I do a scripture writing challenge. The most important thing, women, well, men too, but I'm talking to the moms. The most important thing that you will ever do in your life is to know 
the one who created you. It's to know the Lord. And the best way to know him is to know his word and to be in communication with the Lord through prayer. And so I started about a year and a half ago uh, doing scripture writing, and I started writing out what I was reading and what God was doing in my heart and making it available to women. And I put it for just for fun up on my Facebook page and over at Heidi St. John at Instagram, and a whole bunch of you started following me. Well, because my travel season is upon us, and Jay and I have been... um, well, we're home this weekend, but oh my goodness, you guys, for the next three weekends right in a row, we're going to be gone. And so it was easier for me and and I'm more I'm better able to communicate with you if you will subscribe to the blog to receive those scripture writing challenges. And we're giving stuff away like we always do, but you need to go to HeidiStJohn.com forward slash scripture writing and the April scripture writing challenge is there. And I know that today is the third, but you guys can completely do this. Just start on the third. Just skip the first and the second. If you don't have time for that, start on the third. And I'm telling you what, it's going to bless the socks right off of you because the Bible says that the word of God is powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword. And I'm telling you what, it is going to bless your life. It's going to change your life. Let me just, I'll just skip right to change. It's going to change your life to be in the word of God every day. So join me, HeidiStJohn.com forward slash scripture writing. Subscribe to the scripture writing challenge or to the podcast or to my blog posts. Um, If you're interested in finding out about the book launch and being part of our book launch team, that's the place to uh, subscribe. So we wanna encourage you to do that. Also, if you haven't done this yet, I want you to text hashtag momstrong to, are you ready? Gonna write this down? Well, you can come back and repeat it later. Replay later. It's okay. It's okay. Don't stop doing your laundry. Okay. So hashtag MomStrong. So you're going to text this to, and here's the number, 360-842-0088. And you will receive a free seven-day devotional by yours truly that's going to inspire you on your parenting journey. Listen, here's the thing. Uh, We are having massive changes in the culture. And I am, it's in my heart to just, my heart is on fire for this generation of women and particularly for moms to just say, listen, you can't give your kids what you don't have. And so I just want to encourage you, um, come along the journey with me. Um, My book, Becoming Mom Strong, was coming out in a few months. And in the interim, I'm going to try to encourage you just to be in the word, get ready, because we are going to start a revolution in motherhood. We are going to start going back to the word of God and saying, what does God say about my role as a mother? What does it mean for my role as a mother right now? Whether your child is homeschooled, whether your child is in public school or in Christian school, God has something he wants to say to you. And those kind of women are the women that I call MomStrong. So text the hashtag MomStrong to 360-842-0088. I'm, I'm going to start sending you a free seven-day devotional, and I hope it's going to encourage the heck out of you. All right, so let's get into it. I um, I just finished actually... A six-week Bible study for Becoming MomStrong that's going to come out when the book comes out. And I started, I was talking about femininity and what it means to be feminine. And I was telling my husband, okay, so here's a little fun fun fact. I told my husband, I went to the grocery store in our little town uh, here in Southwest Washington State. I went to the grocery store and I was kind of fiddling around in my car for a minute. I got on my car and I could hear a man saying, excuse me, excuse me. And I normally don't pay attention. I I keep trying to explain to my husband, it's kind of a weird thing to be a woman in the culture today because 
There's a part of you that's afraid because men are naturally stronger than women. I'm sorry, but that's true. And there's a part of you that just wants to be sure that your life is above reproach, which it makes me laugh that everybody's making such a big deal out of Mike Pence saying that he only has dinner with his wife, which my husband and I were like married for going on 28 years. We're like, duh, <laughs> right? Run from even the appearance of evil. And so as a as a woman and as someone who's been married for a long time, that's the attitude that I have always adopted. Anyway, I get out of the car and I can hear somebody saying, excuse me, excuse me. Well, I ignore the voice like most of you. I keep walking. And about 15 seconds later, it's clear that whoever's saying, excuse me, wants to talk to me. And he said, I just want to tell you, you're beautiful. I I was so shocked. I told my husband, "My, I'm sure my ears turned red, my face turned red, but I felt just almost the Holy Spirit just say, say, thank you. And I realized we were born to be feminine and the, the culture has turned that into a bad thing. It's either A, over-sexualized it, right? And you can see that in just, hello, don't even Google this, but Miley Cyrus. So you know what I'm talking about, right? So we've either over-sexualized the role of women or we've demeaned the role of women to the point where it's bad to be feminine and our women feel like they need to be more masculine and feminine. And we're gonna continue talking about this because I think it's important for moms, especially for those of you who are listening who are women and are raising sons to help your boys to be masculine. That's who God created them to be. But my initial response to this person was to kind of run away and be embarrassed. And I I just, I felt like the Lord said, say, thank you. So I said, thank you, as my face was turning a hundred different shades of red. And then I went into the store and finished my grocery shopping and he wasn't a creep or anything like that. But it reminded me that I am uniquely feminine. And every woman who's listening to this has the same a gift from the Lord that I have been given. Some of you may think that's not a gift. And certainly when you're, you know, pushing a baby out, some doesn't feel like a gift. Or if it's in the, you know, the middle of the month, it doesn't maybe necessarily feel like a gift. But God said that he created us uniquely male and female. And he said that women were drawn from men. Nobody likes that, right? It seems like to me in the culture today, Women don't like that the Bible says that male and female are created different. God made us to complement each other. And he made us in a in a unique way so that we would be a helper. And I was I was going through just this um as I'm you know writing and creating the Bible study for becoming mom strong, there's a chapter in the book called Sex, Lies and Motherhood where I talk about how the culture is lying to our children and saying that male and female are not different, that this binary of male and female is a lie, which it isn't, because the Bible says that God created woman from the side of a man. So she's made from the same stuff equal to him, but God didn't create her at the same time, at the same place, or from dust like he did with man. And so women are uniquely different. The Bible says that when Adam first saw Eve, he was elated at the sight of her. She was exactly the partner that God had created her to be for him. And I think, wow, what a special gift that we have been given as women. The Bible says that we are created from a man. The Lord God said in Genesis 2, verse 18, then the Lord God said, it is not good, can I get a hallelujah, that men should be alone. 
I will make him a helper that's suitable for him. And Genesis chapter two tells us that the woman, that the female was created for him. That is, he was, she was created on account of the male. If you, if you go a little bit further into the New Testament, 1 Corinthians eleven nineteen, 19, um, basically reiterates that, that fact and says that man was not created for the woman, but the woman was created for the man. And the apostle Paul goes on to explain, this is the basis for a wife respecting the authority of her husband. Now, here we get into this like murky, yucky cultural water of women feeling disrespected by men. And can I just say, women have been disrespected by men. My husband and I have talked about this a lot. I grew up in a home where um, my mother, for lack of a better word, was disrespected and abused by my father. She turned right around and and slathered that disrespect on him. And so I watched that, this sort of adverse reaction to the idea that we are created uniquely male and female, and it sort of underscores how how really messed up we are and how far we've fallen from our original created order. Uh, the Bible says that when the first bride was presented to her husband, her heart was like stoked. She was bursting with joy because she was created just for him. She was thrilled to see him, right? And there's another important point that because she was created for someone else indicates that God made her to be a relational creature. And as I'm watching the women's march, you know, we've talked about this a whole bunch of times on the podcast. I watch the women's march. I'm watching what's happening in in, uh, the church today. And it just grieves me because I believe that we have forgotten that God made us to be a helper. And I was writing about this in my Bible study for Becoming Mom Strong Today. And I think that the word helper sort of needs some explanation in the culture today because it doesn't mean that women have lesser status or that their role in the culture is trivial or somehow unimportant and man's role is unimportant. The, the truth is that the, the Hebrew word for helper is called ezer, and it's really powerful. It's most often used with the Lord being our helper. So check this out, and I'm going to have to quit today, and I'll, we'll come back on Wednesday and talk about this more. But I want you to be encouraged because Psalm 33:20 says that the helper or an ezer or an ezer in, in Hebrew provides a help that enriches and makes the recipient, in most cases it's your husband, more fruitful than he would be without your help. God created women to enrich men by providing invaluable support that without her, he wouldn't have. Now, so where does that leave the woman who is not married? It leaves her in this exact same place. God has created you to bring beauty. I tell my girls this all the time, whether they get married or not, I'm saying God has created you to bring beauty, to be helpful, to bring your unique set of gifting into the world. And there are so many women in the Bible that God talks about that we hear over and over about who were um, portrayed as brave and courageous and loving and wise and kind. And we're going to talk about that on Wednesday. But I think it's so important that this idea that you being a helper, and I realize I've gone a little bit over my time today, but the idea that women, that you're a helper is not a bad thing. It's actually a good thing. You're not like your husband. Women are not like men. We are sort of like and opposite men at the same time. We correspond with them. We harmonize with them. We dovetail with them. We are an exact 
fit. Women are an exact fit for men. It doesn't mean we all need to be married. It doesn't mean that men all need to be married, but we need to recognize that God created us to be um, a helper and to come alongside. And this is a big deal. It's not a bad deal. It's a big deal. Why? He did it for the glory of God. The Lord said that he formed us and created sons and daughters to magnify his glory. Isaiah 43 verses six and seven says, a woman helps a man achieve the purpose of exalting and displaying the jaw-dropping magnificence of the gospel of Jesus Christ and the glory of God. That's what she helps him to do. Wow, wow, wow. Genesis 2.23, the Lord God brought her to the man and the man said, she shall be called woman because she was taken out of man. Or as my husband would say, wow. So if you're listening to this day and you're struggling with your role as a woman, can I just tell you right now, God loves you. He made you female for a purpose. He made men male for a purpose. God has a plan in everything he does. And everything he does has a kingdom purpose. And as women, we get to delight in being a woman. I realize that there are times when we don't delight in it, right? But God said he loves us and he has created us uniquely for a purpose. And I want you just to enjoy that today because women, you can't give your daughters what you don't have. You can't express to them the beauty of being created as a woman if you don't first understand how beautiful it is yourself. So I just want to encourage you today, go back to Genesis. Read Genesis chapter two. Read God's heart for women. Read Genesis chapter three, verse 16, which talks about sin and how it damaged the God-given inclination of both male and female. Wow, sin twists our desire, right? And that is the world that we live in right now. We live in a fallen world, but it doesn't change the plan of God and it doesn't change the love of God for us or for our children. So I would encourage you, get into the word of God today. Come before the Lord, say, Father, what is it that you want me to learn from your word today? If you want to get into scripture writing with me, and I hope that you will, you can do it by going to Heidi St. John. I'll link back to it today, HeidiStJohn.com forward slash scripture writing, and we will send you 10 days in the Psalms for free, along with the April scripture writing plan. And don't forget, you can text hashtag MomStrong to 360-842-0088, and we're going to send you even more encouragement. I guarantee you, you're going to be blessed. Have a great day, you guys. Revel in who God has made you to be, and I'll see you back here on Wednesday. For more encouragement, visit me online at thebusymom.com.